Tausch back with you and joining us now. He is on his second year of his second stint with the Green Bay Packers. I did not cry the same way as that photo of Evan Siegel depicted him and Aaron Rodgers. But I was close. Well, at least not publicly. <laughs> Maybe privately. And I may or may not have cried when he returned, and I still can't believe he did. He will turn 32 next month, which I can't believe I also just said. He is Green Bay Packers wide receiver, Randall Cobb. Randall, good morning. How are you today? Well, you don't have to put my age out there like that. <laughs> uh, you know, well, my, my, my great-grandfather, duty. Uh, well, I won't put my age out there either because it's much uh, higher. But I will say this. To say that, when I first met you as a 20-year-old rookie and how you were wise beyond your years and so much more mature than you would think a 20-year-old rookie was, does that seem like forever ago or does that seem like yesterday? No, man. I still think I'm 23. It feels like yesterday. Um you know, it's happened. It's crazy how fast time happens, but I still feel like a young kid, and I still get confused when people think I'm like 38. But you know, I guess that's part of uh, that's part of being in it for a long time. Well, you are still young, even though you are entering your 12th NFL season, and it is your second with the Packers on your second go round. Is there a part of you that still can't believe? that it actually came to fruition. You never wanted to leave. You've talked on our show before about that and the girlfriend breakup and everything else that it felt like. But did you ever think that you and Aaron and Goody could make this happen a second time the way it did? I didn't. I didn't. You know, I was hopeful that maybe one day it would happen, but I honestly didn't believe that it would or... You know, I, I thought if I ever played with Aaron again, it'd be somewhere else in a different uniform. Uh, but it it happened, and we're here. And you know, coming coming back, it, it was a really big point in my life, and I'm very thankful for it. You know, it's a it's a special place. It's always been a special place to me. It'll always be a special place to me, and I'm I'm just thankful that I have the opportunity to to wear the green and gold again. So what was last season like for you, and what was it like to see it end the way it did? Because when we talked um, during the playoffs or right before the playoffs started, you, you talked so much about getting here in 2011, the year after the Super Bowl, and how much it would mean for you to get back. What was last season like on the positive side, and then what was that disappointment like? Uh, well, I, I would first talk about the disappointment. I mean, that, that, that was rough. That was a rough way to end it. Um, you know, obviously we, we had high hopes and we had high expectations and, um, you know, to fall short and to fall short the way we did, uh, it was heartbreaking. Um, that's the way it goes sometimes. And unfortunately <laughs> we've been on too, too many of those sides, uh, over, over the past 12 years. And, um, it's tough, you know, so that, that, that's why we're kind of, you know, we're, we're just hoping that we make the playoffs this year. We'll see what happens, you know, low expectations and we'll, we'll see, we'll see how it goes.
Uh, Randall, I don't think that's how it goes. I don't think there's low expectations <laughs> as far as... Oh, shucks, let's just... All I'm saying is we've shot for the Super Bowl every single year. Oh, we're, gonna, we're making it this year. This is our year. So, you know, this, we're not even going to make a playoff this year. Well, you know... All right, we'll, breaking we'll news here. Cobber not thinking the pack is a playoff team. Randall, I have to go back to something Jason said. Uh can you take us inside that ju- part of July when this started all coming to fruition? Because we had heard things, and, you know, there's always rumors about, but when you were with Houston, how did it go? How was the conversation? Did Aaron call you and say, I think we're going to get you back to Green Bay? And then what was the moment like when, a- when that actually happened and you and Aaron talked or saw each other? Because I'm fascinated by that whole di- dynamic because that just doesn't happen in the NFL typically. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Um, you know, yeah, we, we had conversations and, you know, it, yeah, it all sounds good, right? You know, it's, it's all like wishful thinking, like, oh, you know, let's let's talk this into, into reality as to we're going to make this happen. And, you know, yeah, of course, we, we both wanted it, but I didn't think it was actually something that was a tangible deal, especially that late in the game. And I don't know if many people know this, but I was – I had surgery um, in March last year. I had toe surgery, and I was recovering from that. And, um, you know, I didn't get cleared until a week before training camp started in Houston. And then once I got cleared, uh, it it was basically a couple days after that 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 the rumors were becoming more of a reality. And I was getting called by reporters in the middle of my nap, waking me up, telling me that I'm getting traded back. And I'm like, wait, what? What is going on? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it all happened so fast. It's crazy. We are coming up on a year. Uh, but whenever I talked to my agent, he was like, um, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, that I'm not in the loop because I don't need to be for a trade. Uh, so it was kind of just a waiting game to see if it actually was going to happen. And uh, that was pretty weird walking in to training camp in Houston uh, the, the day after all that had been released. And all my teammates in Houston looking at me like, uh, what are you doing here? And uh, is this true? So that was a pretty, pretty weird experience. But, um, you know, it, it all just happened so fast. I mean, once I... Once I got traded, I mean, I was, I was, I packed my bag and was at the airport within two hours and um, in Green Bay. So it it just, it, it all happened so fast. All right, Randall, I know you said this, and it was in jest that you were kind of like breaking out of prison when you were down in Houston. I think that was just a fun comment. But I don't know if you've seen Shawshank. What's a more miraculous uh, breakout? You, you leaving Houston or Andy Shepard getting out of Shawshank? <laughs> I, I think definitely me uh, getting out of Houston. Um, you know, it was it, it was some growing pains. Uh, you know, I, whenever I signed in with Houston, I, I didn't see that coming. You know, especially with a coach that's been there, taking the, the Texans, O'Brien taking to the Tex, taking the Texans to the playoffs for the past five years. Uh, they, I felt like it was a pretty stable place, and um, you know. Obviously, he gets fired four year, four games into the season. Uh, we have a great young quarterback in Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, we it, it it just fell apart, and it fell apart fast. And unfortunately, I was there to see the whole thing. And 
you know, I, I hope that they're recovering. I, I think that, you know, some of the moves that they made with Casario and Ellen Lovey Smith are, are going to be huge for their, for their organization moving forward. Um, you know, I, I wish them all the best, but yeah, I was, I was very, very happy to get out of that situation and, and get back to the norm of uh, being in Green Bay. Talking with Packers wide receiver, which I have to admit I enjoy being able to call him that, Randall Cobb on Wilde and Tausch. Uh, Randall, I, I won't put your age on the street again, um, even though it is readily available on the Internet. But you are the, the veteran voice in that room. And the I talked to all four of the rookie wide receivers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Samari Toure, and Danny Davis. And they all, of course just raved about you and what it's been like to be around you and how helpful you've been to them. But they also all made sure that they pointed out that you took them out to dinner. Was that the entire wide receiver group that you took or just the rookies? And and what did you – where did you take them and what was it like? Uh, yeah, we uh, we took the whole group, uh, you know, coaches included. Um, you know, Q, who's, who's helping out in our room. And uh, Coach Ray, we we all went to, to a little Italian place in town, uh, had dinner, and, and I think the reason that you know it, it's important for us to have these opportunities is is the camaraderie and to build a connection. Um, you know, we're we're so business when we're in the facility, um, and, and we're worried about handling what we need to do, whether it be on the practice field or in the meeting rooms. We got to get out of that. We got to get out of that scenery sometimes, and, and spend some time together, and really get to know each other, and, and grow together. And you know, when before, you know, when I was here, we used to have receiver dinners weekly, whether at my house or Jordy's house, or you know, at JJ's house back in the day when he was here. You know, we Tay's house. We all we all have had our time where we would. We would rotate through and have receiver dinners and play cards and hang out and have our families together. And being a young kid, whenever I came into the league, you know, like you said, I was 20 when I got drafted. And, and walking into a room with grown men that have family and, and families and kids, and it, it exposed me to something different. And I, I think it's important for me to share that with some of these younger guys uh, because it, I, I feel like that was a true value as to my life and who I became as a man and as a father by seeing um, my my teammates as fathers. And it, it's important. It's important for all of our growth. So uh, that's the main reason that, that I do that, that I did that, and that we will do that now that, you know, a lot of the COVID restrictions are lifted this year. We'll be able to get our families together and and uh, just, just be able to expose them to, to more than just the football player that they see because it, it's about growth as, as men as we go along this journey. There's obviously a huge opportunity for some of these young guys in that room at wide receiver, and we'll talk a little bit about why that opportunity is there in a second. But it was interesting to me to talk to all four of those guys and it sounds like, and it seems like, seeing them interact, that they all really like each other, even though they're all competing for this great opportunity as a rookie. Have you observed that? I know when you came in as a rookie, you had a big draft class, but you were the only wide receiver, and you mentioned coming into this room with a bunch of grown men. What have you seen as you've watched those four rookies interact? Uh, they they all have something special to them when, when you talk about their ability. Uh, 
But the interaction, I, I think that the more you can compete and the more that you can push each other to be the best, you're, you're going to get the best out of each other. And uh, that, that's what our room is all about. Um, you know, yes, they, the four of them are competing, but we, we have a lot of guys that, you know, we're, we're going to have, we're going to have six or seven, eight or nine guys that are competing for six, maybe seven spots, right? So it's, it's deeper than just the rookies, um, you know, and, and I think that we all understand that and we're, we're all pushing each other for that. And one of the messages that I continue to, uh, to give to them is it's my job to help them know everything that they can and to be the best they can they can and that's just i'm just telling them that that's the confidence that i have in myself because i'm going to give you everything that i possibly can to put you in the best position that you can be in but i'm also letting you know that i'm confident that's me letting you know that i'm confident enough in myself that i'll be able to do what i need to do uh, to make the team and to be able to um, to have opportunities. And uh, that's what I'm trying to push forward because that's what guys did for me. That's what Diamond Driver did for me. That's what Greg Jennings did for me. So it, it's me doing the same thing uh, and, and giving back to them and, and seeing them interact and, and push each other in practice and, um, and, and, and in the meeting rooms. It, it's been great to see couple more, Randall, and we'll let you go. One, um, I was thrilled to see you come back, and I'm glad you're back for a second year. I kind of would have liked to have seen 17 there, too. Uh, not going to lie, another one of my favorite guys. Um, what's it like for you? What was it like on the day that the trade went down, and what's it been like since knowing that he is not going to be there as, as part of this team? Uh, I, I was pretty shocked. You know, I, I wasn't expecting that. I I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, you know, obviously, um, he he grew up an Oakland fan. He, he you know, obviously the, the Vegas now Vegas Raiders, but he grew up an Oakland fan. He's always been a fan of them since he was a kid. Um, and I mean, let's be honest, a, a flight to Green Bay isn't cheap, and it's all the way across the country. Uh, you know, his family will be able to come to a lot more of his games, and he'll have his loved ones around and uh, be able to spend that time with them. Um, and, you know, we, we always look at football as um, – players being loyal to teams and and that's not always the case that you know teams aren't always loyal to players and and things happen and that's part of the business and i I think that the more that people can understand that that the nfl is a 11 billion dollar business it's it's a lot bigger than than um you know than just staying on one team and uh, fortunately some some guys would love to stay on teams their entire career but that's not always how it goes and um you know that, that that's part of it, but yeah, I was I was super shocked that it actually happened um, when it did, and you know I, I assumed that you know he would have to play on the franchise tag that one year, and then maybe he'd have another chance to leave after after the next year. But uh, you know this is where we stand, this is where we are, and I'm happy for him. I couldn't be happier for him that that he gets to live out a childhood dream and play for a team that he grew up loving. All right, last thing for me, and then Tausch has some uh, Tennessee real estate question for you real quick. Um, how is how is Aaron the same as when you were with him the first time, and how is he different this time around? Uh, how is he the same? 
Um, well, he's still a computer processor. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's still crazy to see um, his process to the way that he goes about um, playing football and the way that he thinks about the game. And, um, you know, after playing with two elite quarterbacks and, and Dak and uh, Deshaun and, and coming back to him and seeing the way that he operates and he um, he goes about it, it's, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal. And that's why they call him a generational talent because that's exactly what it is. And um, it, it's, it's amazing to watch. Uh, how is he different? Uh, I think he's definitely a little, a little softer. Um, you know, Whoa. I guess that happens. I guess that happens. Softer, softer in a good way. Okay. You know, he, yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty hard on me. I remember as a rookie, and and seeing the way that he operates now with so many younger guys, and a little bit more patient, uh, a little bit more understanding. It's great to see because uh, you know, especially this year, it's going to be important for those guys to understand that we we need them, and we're going to expect a lot out of them, but. We, you know, being able to do it in a different way, convey the same message in different ways. So it's very important. And uh, I think that's something that you learn with age. Yeah, Randa, how do you balance that patience when you don't know how many years you have left? You, Aaron, you guys, the, yeah, I know you were joking about the playoffs and Super Bowl, but you don't know that, and you have a bunch of young wideouts now with no Devontae. That is going to be a challenge for Aaron, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think every year provides a different challenge, and it, it definitely will be a challenge for him because you know he's he's never had to maybe rely on some rookies uh, as much as he will uh, this upcoming year, uh, potentially. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how how that all plays out. But yeah, I mean, I'm not getting any younger. He's not getting any younger. I think we all know that. We all understand that. And um, you know, I've I've been. To a few NFC Championship games, I've made the playoffs a lot, and I don't have anything to show for it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but that, that's that's a matter of fact. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing everything that we can to put ourselves in the best position that we can be in. But um, you, you just got to take it a day at a time and a, a game at a time and, and just let all the pieces play out. All right, Randall, we got to let you go, but Tennessee is now the hot spot for former Packers and for current players. You got you. I don't know even know who else, but is there just a big gated community that's going to have the same pass, the same passcode that you get to get into uh, Lambo? Is that going to be the same passcode to get into your guys' compounds? Basically, it's a, it's a lot of us down here. It's the Packers South. We 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 got a, a a huge standing. A lot of guys. Uh, a lot of. Na- I'm not going to list anybody's names because I don't want anybody just pulling up to any of our houses. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of us down here. And uh, I actually got a huge Packer fan at the at the gym that I work out here. And he, you know, every time he sees me, he's pressing me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk in with my hood up today and see if I can hire from him. Randall, um, it has been great to watch you and get to know you and get to know Ida and the kids. And it's just, I know the time has flown by, but I'm uh, I'm just amazed at the guy that you always have been, but the guy you've even become even, even better. So uh, I really appreciate the relationship we have together. I'm glad you're back for a second year on this second turn, and we look forward to seeing you at training camp. Thanks, man. Thank you. See you soon. That is Packers wide receiver right. Randall Cobb. Hey, Jason, you okay? I, I'm okay. Man. Okay, yeah. I thought you were getting a little verklempt. 
I was not for Clemp. A little bit Clemp. I just want to know how much we appreciate him. Uh, no, that was. Him. And by the way, that was awesome. I don't know what Clemp means. It means like choked up. Oh yeah, he was doing. It was like yeah, I think okay. the church lady. What, uh, it, was, uh, it was on Saturday Night Live. I don't remember if it was the church lady or coffee talk with somebody. It was coffee talk. And you just get a little bit. <laughs> Mike Myers, yeah. I thought uh, you. I thought uh, you were actually going to tear up. It was emotional. Uh, no, it was riveting. I, I, I didn't, uh, but it was great, and we'll talk more about what Randall had to say next. It's Wilde and Tausch.